Introducing the awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the Pedo. Let me tell you about the Negroes. The Ginger Bear. Does it make you randy? Does it give you a stack of dimes? And the Pivot Man. You know, I've got to take the pants off and pound that shit out. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts. We never introduce ourselves, by the way. I've, I've noticed that. So, fuck it. I'm going to start doing it. I'm Eric. I'm Michael. I'm Boggs. Speak up, sir. <coughs> oh, my God. We're going to turn his mic at. I was chewing on gum, so that's what happens. I'm Boggs. He's always got something in his mouth. <clears throat> yeah, I just I noticed that the other day. Like, I listened to other podcasts, and I was like, I'm your host, blah, blah, blah. With me is blah 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 blah. Say hi. I think it's better. And I'm just like, hey, we're the intellectual saviors, and people are just like having to guess who's who. Because we don't really like, unless we're ragging on one of us, you can't really tell who's who. But then happens if they listen enough, they would know. True, but what about new listeners? They need to know too. They also need to know what kind of information there, Mr. Michael. Yeah. So if you are a new listener, big fan or not. Then check us out on the Twitter at the Intel Saviors. Of course, we're on the Facebook. Our website's at podbean.com. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, blah, blah, blah. We're on every fucking media imaginable. What up, Boggs? Say hi. I, I believe I did say hi. <laughs> no one could hear you because you had dick in your mouth. So, what'd you guys do? I know, Eric, you've been sick the last couple days. Yeah, I've been sick. Um, so, if I sound a little bit different, which I don't know if I do or don't, my ears are still kind of plugged. You sound fine. Uh, and I might be coughing and hacking here and there. That's fine. So, Boggs, what have you been up to? I mean, same shit, different oh, day, really. Here we go. Jesus Christ. This is what we're getting. I went and saw the uh, fucking Godzilla, man. Yeah, was that kid. good? You know. I wanted to see it. I'll say this. I don't want to give anything away, but uh, Godzilla's a badass. I just wanted to say this, and he tears up a lot of shit. I mean, I wanted to see it just because... I mean, not because I think it's going to be any kind of deep intellectual thought behind it, but I mean, come on, just a giant lizard destroying the shit out of a city? What's not to like? I'll say this, though. They actually did put together like a storyline and stuff it's it's better than i thought it'd be that way it wasn't like the 98 godzilla or oh, whatever year it the, came out the one with matthew broderick oh, that's that so horrible piece of shit so uh, overhyped it was so advertised do you remember it was like in taco bell commercials <laughs> it was like slurpees and like all kinds of like this one i noticed well either i'm not i'm out of touch with media or uh, or they didn't do it, but it didn't seem like yeah. They I saw the trailer a lot. Oh yeah. But I really didn't see like the Mountain Dew Godzilla version shit, you know, that they did with the other one. No, they um. I might be wrong, but no, they promoted it pretty well. I the first 
I think weekend. I think it's already made like two hundred million worldwide. Damn. So get get ready for a sequel. Yeah, I wanted to Son see the Godzilla. other. Yeah, they've already announced it. By the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've uh, I wanted to see it, and I like was gonna talk one of my friends into it. And he's like, no, nope, I've already seen it. Fucking bastard. I was disappointed because our buddies over at the Neon Glow Boys did their review of it, and I was like, oh, I saw it. I could have done the show with them this week, and. They let me down. Andrews let me down big time. He said that they would do a special Sunday show so I could be on it and go see a movie and hang out with him. We're all going to do the popcorn trick on each other and hold hands and (laughs) and go back to his place and review the movie. You know what I'm saying? It just hasn't happened yet. Very disappointing. Someday. Someday. Yeah. Um, So if you listen to our show uh, a few episodes back, we did interview... uh, Frontman for the Deer Hunter, Casey Crescenzo. Uh, they just recently announced a tour across the United States. Um, so if you enjoyed the interview, you checked out his music, you enjoy that stuff, or if you've just been a fan this whole time, uh, definitely go to the website, uh, deerhunter.com, or check out their Facebook page. I think it's on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have all their tour dates there, and they are coming to Dallas. So we will be there. Yeah. So at the Gas Monkey. So if you're not a big fan of theirs, but you're a big fan of ours, come out and see us at least. Hang yeah. out with this Boggs. Punch sit. Boggs in the balls. He loves oh. it. We'll get Boggs liquored up. You can take him home with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke on Austin, isn't it? <laughs> what? No, it wasn't. I don't get that joke. Only if we run into, like, fucking Bigfoot or something. Wow. What? Wow. <laughs> I don't know where we should start. There's so much goodness. I was telling Eric. Um, I think we should start where you wanted to take this episode, because I have a feeling that you have a lot of other shit. Straight into the toilet. So I would kind of want to get that out of the way really quickly, because it's definitely an issue that's concerning me. Yeah. Um, um, and that would be net neutrality. Well, you know, I wanted to talk about that, but then I decided that I well, didn't really want to fucking do it. it. We can go briefly on it, goddammit. Well, then, sir, I'll let you take the fucking reins on um, this. Do you know the three facets that are being argued? No. Okay, so uh, one facet is saying that it should be deemed a public good. Uh, another facet is saying that it should stay as is. And then you have the other facet, which is mainly the corporations who run uh, these uh, energy or cable companies mm-hmm. are wanting to um, essentially make it a complete open market to do whatever kind of fees they want to. So mm-hmm. if you have higher bandwidth, you get capped and you get charged. Yep. Um, but... And here's the thing, when you start looking at the fine details of some of their proposals, it's deeper than just a faster uh, bandwidth. You're talking about paying to have a, f- a page load faster. Yeah. Like, that's literally what they're wanting to do, is have you pay a charge to have your pages load faster. So even though you're paying 15 megs a month, the guy next to you is paying 15 megs, if you're willing to pay this surcharge, your web pages load faster than his. It's fucking ridiculous, first off. That in it, that one little part right there pisses me off the most. Because it's like, okay, so let's say you go to a restaurant, and the waiter comes up to you and goes, hey, I'm going to give you the exact same service, but if you want your service to be a little bit faster than the guy next to you, you're going to have to pay me a fee. 
It's kind of funny. Would anybody get away with that? You see... Hell no. You see, like, um, Netflix and companies like that are just freaking out, you know, because they well, know... Well, of course, because their, their livelihood is dependent on it. And, I mean, me and Boggs were kind of muddling over it uh, the other day and uh, whether or not it's a public good. And when you think about the dependency that we have on the technologies around us and how now school kids are almost dependent on research over the Internet... Oh, Hell, adults taking classes online. That's you a have, big thing now. Yeah, you have uh, adults, you know, taking their uh, university classes online, um, whether it be a total online curriculum or just one class or whatever. Um, and then you also have business people who use the, uh, the services where they can tap into their computer at their office and do work from home. And, I mean, it, it is essentially a public good at this point because of how much it's used and how much people rely on it for their day-to-day operations, it is a public good. I mean, can you imagine if the utility company came to you and said, hey, uh, unless you're willing to pay our 15-month surcharge, you're not gonna get the water out of your tap as fast. So your showers are gonna be like little trickles. Are you fucking shitting me? No. You won't get the clean water. Yours doesn't get sanitized. You get it straight fucking recycled out of the toilet. I mean, can the internet be overused? But I mean, that's not a barometer for saying that you should be able to cap people or you should be able to charge them up the ass because of what they use. I personally think it should just stay somewhat the way it is with a little bit more regulation, as in you're charged for the bandwidth and they provide it. Period. Yeah, I already think it's way too expensive to begin with. But, well, the problem also is these telecommunication companies. I mean, we're not supposed to have monopolies in this country, but what do we only have, like, three or four now? And then, what, Comcast and DirecTV are about to merge? Yeah. Well, even still, if you live in a, uh, a complex, for the most part, you have one choice and one choice only. Yeah. You don't get another option. They tell you. You, you simply you go into the the uh, office and you say hey who provides your internet and they tell you and that's it you don't have another option now with electric companies we can do whatever the hell we want uh you know here in texas because we're uh deregulified or whatever the fuck they want to call it i was gonna say however the actual provisions to those companies is still encore true so but you can still get competitive rates Mm mm-hmm just like the lines are not yours. So like if you live in a house. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. Yeah. But you can, you can still. still get competitive rates though. You can look at other providers that, yeah, they're all getting it from Encore, but they can still mm-hmm. give you competitive rates. The real problem with Encore isn't the fact that they're not competitive. It's the fact that they don't give a flying fuck about how fast their service is. Because where are you going to go? Well, that's what he's saying. You know, if you depend on where you live, you only have one, maybe one option in some points of who you get your yeah, internet service that's, from. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to, if anything and happens to it. your lines, it's all Encores. And they own the line. So, like, there's nothing you can do about it legally. Yeah. It's their line. Which so, is, I know that the FCC yeah. has uh, their open comment forum right now. So, I would highly recommend that you go to the website and blast the shit out of them. I can only imagine what um, kind of comments they're getting. The other kind of silver lining that I'm hoping uh, ten, uh, turns the tide is uh, Google. Because they have their Google Fiber program that they've been working on. Yep. Um, and Google Fiber, uh, it's in very s- small selected areas because they're still testing the waters, making sure that's the viable option and that they can expand it. 
Yeah. Um, I think they're expanding into San Antonio if they haven't already. Uh, but for five meg service and below, it's free. You have to pay an initial installation fee and that's it. It's kind of like... That's fucking awesome. I mean, not exactly. I mean, Because some places, like, the installation fee is around the same price. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like with a lot of these fiber rockets. Like, Verizon has their Fios, and you can barely get that in most places. And it's yeah, so much cheaper Yeah, but regardless of what faster. service... But even still, regardless of what service you choose, you're never going to get it for free. No, 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 Not no. like Google. Yeah, I mean, it's... But it's comparative to but, the others. It's oh, yeah. so much and cheaper. Google, uh, I can't remember what speeds they go up to, but it's ridiculously cheap by comparison. So I'm hoping that they kind of flex their muscles and say, hey, these guys are just greedy jackasses. There is a better way to do it, and this is what we propose. Yeah, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know there's, like, they did, like, the study from all the different countries, like, the speeds and stuff, and it's funny, you know, you think the United States were kind of the ones that developed the internet and got everything up and running. This is, you know, the greatest country ever that we would have, like, the tops and all that, but I think, like, we're toward the bottom of the list as far as, like, our internet speeds. I think, like, Korea, I think, was, like, the fastest. Like, theirs is, like, four times faster than our, you know, what they provide their people I don't know it's ridiculous but that's something to look into because they're well, fighting it hard now that's uh, part of capitalism that people don't want to admit is that it does free up the opportunity for companies to say mm, we're going to milk as much out of this as we possibly can well like I said that's because it's basically there's a monopoly and these companies keep merging and it's funny like you know you think that like the most hated corporations out there they did like a survey on this and you think it'd be like the banking institutions, but it wasn't. I mean, it was the telecommunications companies by far. Oh, it had course. the most negative. I mean, like Time Warner, for instance, like its rate, its negative rating was like fifty some percent. Like half Damn. the people who own it rate it as a shitty, you know, service. Well, I mean, first off, the the services are pretty shitty, and then when you try yeah. and actually talk to somebody, it's even more shitty. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was having problems with my internet access at my old apartment, um, I had uh, chartered communications. Shit. And when I had the service, it was fine, but sporadically it would just burn out and fucking wouldn't work. And I'm not a novice when it comes to electronics. I know what the fuck I'm doing. So I would do the hard reset. I would unplug it, wait 15 seconds, plug it back in. I'd check all the connections. I would do all that shit. And every single time I called them, they'd go, okay, well, let me run you through a few initial things. And I'm like, I've already done them. Well, let me just run you through a few initial things. I've already done them. Well, let me just run you through a few initial things. Okay, what do you got? Well, I want you to unplug it for 15 (laughs) seconds. Motherfucker! I said I already did it! That's always the thing. Just unplug everything and wait 15 seconds. It's like, look. I just give me a button that says, did you already unplug it for 15 seconds, plug it back in, and it still isn't working? Hit one. Boop. Okay. Have you already checked all your connections? Press one. Boop. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you can skip all that stupid shit. And then whenever they get through all that, they just go, huh, I guess we're going to have to send out a technician. Yep. No shit. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Of course you can't help me. Gotta love it. Ugh. It's so, so endlessly frustrating. White people problems. No shit. Why didn't we fire that <laughs> off of this? God damn it. I've been wanting to hear the theme. We're so fucking up. Um, all right. That's all I got on net neutrality. But I highly recommend that everybody goes and looks it up because if you're listening to this, you're listening to it on the internet and it's going to affect you well, if like, you're in the U.S. Of like I said, it's something going through the system now. So we'll see how it turns out. We may have to get on this again. Um, 
I did this last year, so I figured I'd go through it real quick, and then I want to get into the um, audio the, that was sweeping the fucking internets today. Um, of course, every year the uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary adds new words to the dictionary. Boggs, pay attention. Uh-huh. You're gonna need to know these. These are new words for the dictionary this year. He's, he's knee deep in the song. He is knee deep in it. So of course they added the computer terms everybody uses. So selfie got added this year. Gross. Hashtag. Even grosser. And tweep. You know what a tweep I've is, Boggs? Never heard of a tweep. You know, it's like your tweeps, is man. That, is that a Twitter picture? There's your peeps on the Twitter. There's oh, your peeps. that's gay. Um, they also added crowdfunding, which is a big now because Kickstarter and Pledge Music and things like that. Indiegogo, I is think that, that's another one. Is that even a word? I think that's one, the term. That's not a word. It's now it is a word in that's the a term, not a word. Crowdfunding is a gamification. What? I don't know what it means exactly. It says something about um, illustrating technological behavior or something. Gamification. I don't know. Um, then, of course, they added a new definition to the word catfish. You know, you've heard, the, you've seen the documentary Catfish Balls? You know what that is? Nope. Okay, well, they stole it from that. Here's a guy that thought he was hooking up with a girl online. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, this, this hot girl, and all the time it was this old fat lady that was <laughs> scamming him. She put up, like, all these pictures of this other girl that she had saw and everything. So the term for, like, being deceptive on the Internet is called catfishing. Catfish. So there you go. Catfish got added. And then they added the words friggin', fracking, and youper, which... Is a native. I was about to say, Uper is like uh, up in the north, right? It's a it's a nickname for a native of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So that's very yeah. random. A yeah, I, I know that because I have a friend that lives in Minnesota. Never heard that term either. Uper. So, so that's uh, some of the big ones that they added this year. And that that's Webster, right? Merriam-Webster, yeah. I man, I think that they just like get bored and just throw shit in there. Yep, I think so. Um. Like, I'm curious. I mean, if they're going to let some shit like that in there... Well, Uper, that's been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, but if they're going to let some of that shit in there, like, do they have Blue Waffle in there? I don't know. I have to look that yeah, up. I mean, if they don't have Blue Waffle, then they're they're dropping the ball. Well, they have some words that I think people have heard for a while. They just, add, they just added Turducken. Turducken. <laughs> turducken got added this year. <laughs> you know what a Turducken is? Isn't that like the turkey with the chicken and a duck? Stuff in it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only know that from watching Thanksgiving football with John Madden. They'd give the fucking turducken to the leg or whatever to the people, the MVP of the game or something. That's old school, man. It's old school football for you. That's how I knew turducken. Thanks, John Madden. I'm curious as to like how that all cooks without drying out terribly. <sighs> Who knows? You got to deep fry it. Honestly, they probably cook them separately, and then just after they're just cooked, stuff, stuff them. That's lazy. Uh, it's also a way to prevent from like having bacterial growths and shit in it. Because hmm. that's what you'd get. Nah. That's why you're not supposed to stuff your turkey. Nah. That's true. You're not supposed to stuff your turkey. Excellent. So anyway, we'll choke the chicken. We've ha! been we've been talking about the whole Don Sterling thing the last couple weeks, and you know. Of is it over yet? It, it is pretty much. Well, <laughs> it's over now because Mark Cuban, our fantastic owner of the Dallas Mavericks, he was doing an interview with Sunbroad, and they were kind of talking about the whole 
Don Sterling fiasco, and he gave this elaborate response, and he's taking a lot of shit for it today. And uh, let's play the audio, sir. You know, in this day and age, this country has, has really come a long way. Putting um, any type of bigotry behind us, regardless of who it's towards, whether it's you know the LGBT community, whether it's xenophobia, you know, fear of people from other countries. We, we've come a long way, and with that progress comes a price where we're a lot more vigilant in what we, and we're a lot less tolerant of different views. And it's not necessarily easy for everybody to adapt or adapt or evolve. I mean, we're all prejudiced in one way or the other. If, if I see a black kid in a hoodie and it's late at night, I'm walking to the other side of the street. And if on that side of the street, there's a guy that has tattoos all over his face, white guy, bald head, tattoos everywhere, I'm walking back to the other side of the street. And the list goes on of, of stereotypes that we all live up to and, and are fearful of. And so in my businesses, try not to be hypocritical. You know, I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I live in a glass house and it's not appropriate for me to throw stones. And so when I run into bigotry in organizations I control, I try to, to find solutions. I'll work with people, I'll send them to, to training, I'll send them to sensitivity training. Um, I'll try to give them a chance to, to you know, improve themselves because I think improving, helping people improve their lives, helping people engage with people they may fear or may not understand, and helping people realize that while we all have our prejudices and bigotries, um, we have to learn that it's an issue that we have to control, that it's part of my responsibility as an entrepreneur to try to, to solve it not just to kick the problem down the road, because it, it does society, no, it does my company no good, it does my customers no good, um, it does society no good if my response to somebody um, and their racism or bigotry is to say, it's not right for you to be here, go take your attitude somewhere else. Now see, he, that comparison he made with the whole, the black kid in the hoodie, yeah. He he got destroyed on the internet and stuff today, and you had people in the media, especially like ESPN, those talking head, those fucking idiots, getting on there and comparing him to Donald Sterling <clears throat> because he said that. And I think he was making so many great points. If you just listen to everything he says, you know, about that, it's like there's, there's like a non and in between anymore. You know, like 30, 40 years ago, you could say anything you wanted. You could say anything about gays, you could say anything about blacks, and you could kind of get away with it for the most part. I mean, unless you're really high profile and stuff in a position you know, where your boss had to let you go, you know. But um, like a Jimmy the Greek or something, he made comments about black athletes being better because of certain reasons, and he got let go from, I think, CBS or whatever back in like the 80s. But nowadays, it's like if you say something that's off the cuff, then you just get dogpiled because everybody's so above it all. And that's what he's saying. He's like, everybody, like he lives in a glass house. Everybody's like that. It's like, you know, we all talk about equal rights and we're all for it, but we still make racist jokes and stereotyping jokes and we still have prejudices and stuff, you know. Like if I see a dude with 
you know, fucking uh, his fucking cap on backwards with the flat bill and stuff, I'm automatically douchebag. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how smart he might be or how cool he might be. It's like, that's a douchebag, you know, or no, a Yankee cap. Um, but (laughs) so, but I mean, he makes so many great points. Like, you know, today you say something, it's just dog pile. You know, we don't try and like say, Hey, you know, you can't say this because of this reason, or why do you feel this way and try and work with people and change attitudes. It's automatically, well, you said something fucked up and it's just like everybody jump on top and just fucking stomp up and down as much as you can and try and drag them down. And I guarantee half these fucking people that are running down Donald Sterling have said, so much worse shit in their privacy of their own homes about blacks or Muslims or you know what I'm saying it's just there's so much hypocrisy that goes on I don't know I I thought what he said was pretty spot on I mean he might have wanted to parse it a little bit like the hoodie and stuff I think I don't think he was thinking like Trayvon and everybody's gonna go ape shit about that or something but you know I thought it what do you think Vogs you don't fucking say anything you're over there chewing your fucking gum into the mic you son of a bitch God damn you. Uh, people are freaking out about the article of clothing thing. Like the fact that he was like pointing out the hoodie. But I mean, but <clears throat> as far as relating it to, to Trayvon Martin, I mean, the thing is, is that my problem with what he said is like, I'm glad that you're working through it. But right now, there are people who walk up to those people and start shit with guns and then shoot them. That's a completely different, you're, that's a different thing. I mean, he's talking about just the act of, you know, how we think and feel inside and, you know, when it does get verbalized. He's well, not talking about the violent aspect. I know, taking I'm just it saying. To a different this, level. Well, I think the, we need to realize that we live in a society and we live with other people and we're all kind of one organism. That's just how we operate. <clears throat> and then if there are, and I mean, Really, if he didn't even say black kid, you just said somebody in a hoodie is coming down the street late at night, Mm -hmm. you're going to go the other way. And that's the thing. It's not necessarily that I like my prejudices aren't necessarily based off of race. It's how you're presenting yourself. If you're presenting yourself like you're a violent individual, guess what? I'm going to perceive you as a violent individual. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that looks like that is that way, but if you don't want to be perceived that way, then don't look the part. Yep. A good example is my younger brother. When he was growing up, he was an outcast. He was an outcast because he had a crazy-ass fucking haircut, he wore all black, and he was a little goth kid. And he would always get pissed off when people would look at him. I'm like, hey, dumbass, they're looking at you because you look fucking weird. Like, if you didn't look so goddamn weird, nobody would pay attention to you. But you're so desperate for attention that you're willing to go to extreme lengths to get people to look at you, and then you get pissed off when they do? Like, come on, man. You can't have it both ways. Well, You have to realize that the way that you present yourself is the way that you're going to get treated. Well, and that is a societal thing. I don't think it's an individual thing. It's a societal thing. Our society has deemed that if you have skull tattoos and you got a sleeve down to here, and you're all beefcake, you're a violent, drunk asshole. That's what our society has told you that you are. And, and think, if you want to build yourself to be that way, then you better not be pissed off when people assume that that's the way that you are. But I think that's what he's saying, though. It's like, but that's the whole individual freedom. Like, if you want to look a certain way, that's fine. I think it's not about, like, you need to cater towards other people to get a reaction. I, I think what he's saying is, you know, instead of, but that's the whole thing with pre, you know, prejudice, prejudging people and stuff. It's like, don't, you know, is there a way that we could 
teach people not to be that way to actually you know you know confront- until people with backwards hats and bill uh, caps aren't douchebags no it's not gonna happen but that's what i'm saying though because Every- <laughs> your brain's taught that the I- first bill cap backwards ball cap wearing douchebag that you come across all of a sudden you're gonna assume everybody that's like that and is that's a what he's bag. that's what he's saying like he was kind of i think he was referring a little bit to sterling you know sterling says those comments and they're just like let's get rid of him immediately you know, well, they had to do it for business reasons. I know they do. I think he's just, but he's kind of using that, like you know, that's a problem. If people do we overreact? Yes. yes. And you know, is there Way. should we get these people and like sit down and try and understand them and try and solve this problem because it does get passed down. It's going to continue. It's like you know, just don't castigate someone. Stick them off to the side and say, oh, oh, you said something bad. We're going to put you over here because you're just not good enough to be with the rest of us. It's like whatever. And by it's, the way, I say all this with friends that if some people met them would be terrified of them because they are very scary looking individuals but they're the nicest people I've ever met <laughs> so it is a, it is a matter so, of how I mean, you want to be treated though I completely agree with that it, un- unfortunately that's just the way it is we, we live in a society we live in a society that judges people based on how you look and if if you don't want to be perceived a certain way then I mean either you can't be bothered when people perceive you a certain way or you just have to try and not look that way anymore or like, if it bothers you that much then you unfortunately that's just the way it works you're gonna have to change but it's Soci- you can't force society to change it's it goes even deeper than that like with us you know being atheist it's like someone can meet you and they get along with you fine then they find out you're atheist like whoa you're See, really I've had the opposite i've actually met people they've learned to like me and then later on they find out i'm an atheist and they're like really i know they're like the- i i would have thought completely different of you if i knew that beforehand that's what i mean though it's it's like it's, it's not like, like they're turned off on me because I say I'm an atheist. It's just they're they're surprised that I'm so nice. I guess <laughs> that's because they've been taught you're evil. Uh, yeah, I well, say, that's what I'm saying. They, it's nice. What? Eric, nice. What's up? Who are these people? Who are you conning? I'm not conning anybody. <laughs> oh, who's that black couple that you helped that one time? <laughs> <I'm just laughs> your friend, neighborhood friendly atheist. Friendly atheist. No, not them. <laughs> not those people. <laughs> How many songs are you going to do for us tonight? Nah, zero. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that you can't express yourself. But honestly, like, I, I don't know if, I mean, if it's the same for you guys. But, I mean, I used to care about image, and now I just don't give a shit. Well, you've seen like, the way I dress. It, it, <laughs> your, your clothes and all that shit don't, it doesn't mean a damn thing. I don't know why people are so obsessed with the way that they look. It's just like, who, who gives a shit? I do who like really to make cares? sure my hair is fucking looking good, though. The only thing I like is the beard. <laughs> Gotta have the beard. Mustache rides for the girls. <laughs> Bogs they, knows I can get that. behind they that. I do like the little tickling. I, I can get behind that. That's why I like to you know, have a the, little the bit scruff. of the 5 o'clock shadow. Tell the girls, I said, you like it on your thighs. <laughs> anyway, do you have a song or nah? No, go on. Okay. God damn, he is the fucking worst. <laughs> well, going from something serious, you guys want to hear something fun this week? Okay. You guys know... Uh, You've been to strip clubs and stuff, right, Boggs? Nope. <laughs> Whatever. Liar. Anyway, um, one thing that I, I learned... Know, not even once. There's what? One thing mm. I learned this week is that strippers, there's one thing you can count on. You'd never get a refund from a stripper. <laughs> Check out this news story from Houston. Well, this might be a first. It's the first I've ever heard of this. A 32-year-old Houston man files suit against a stripper. Yeah, he says he loaned the dancer money 
and he wants it back. But she says, hey, there's no such thing as stripper refunds. Fox 26's Randy Wallace is live tonight from the Southwest Side nightclub where the couple met. Randy. Melinda, she goes by the stage name Naomi, and she says that about a year ago she was dancing here at Treasures when she met a man named Robert Wallace. Now the dancer and comedian says they were just friends, but to Robert Wallace it was much more than that. I have had situations in the past where customers have followed me home. I've had to move twice, uh, switching gyms, switching jobs. But having a customer sue her is a first for the statuesque dancer who calls herself Nomi. He was becoming a regular, and we did become friends. I really like him as a friend, and I still do. We had a dating relationship, and uh, on May 3rd, I, we had broken up. Robert Wallace says he loaned the dancer about two grand and he wants it back along with a laptop and some DVDs. I don't believe in loans because I don't want to pay anybody back. I know how stubborn she can be. So after a week of waiting for, for her to return my things, uh, I decided to file uh, a suit to get my stuff back. Since the word loan doesn't seem to be in Nomi's vocabulary, and Robert says the cash and other items were not gifts, it looks like an out-of-court settlement is out of the question. I've given him gifts too, you know? I mean, how do I get my booty and boobs back? Still, both sides say they've learned a lesson. Robert says he's not dating any more strippers. I kind of did kind of see it possibly ending this way. And Nomi says there's no such thing as refunds, exchanges, or rain checks when strippers are involved. No refunds in a strip club. I've even had people come up in there asking, oh, can he get a dance mail, pay me back next week? We ain't got no layaway plans either. No layaway. I don't even know what that would be. No payment plan. None of just, that in the strip club, just in case you didn't know, or especially in the champagne room, but I no. better stop right there. Yeah. Okay, I love how then the, the girl in the newsroom brings up the yeah. champagne room. She is very aware. She probably, that's how she Been got her job. Been there a couple times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen in the champagne room either. Whoops, I shouldn't have said that. So, the, um, of course, if because, you know, we don't stereotype on the show, and you wouldn't know it, so I'm going to tell you, but the uh, the woman was a black woman. And the man was a white guy. And, and how I could best describe them is like, um, have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite with uh, Kip Dynamite and LaFonda? Yes. He's like a fat Kip Dynamite, and she's like the LaFonda. <laughs> so that's the best way. But that, you know what I liked about it is the fact that he, uh, when they introduced her, they described her as a dancer and a comedian. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's so great. But anyway, so that's this is a good lesson for anybody out there. When you go to the strip clubs, first of all, you can't get the booty and the boobs on the layaway. And, um, you know, no refunds. Always remember that. Did she ask for her own body parts back? I guess that's the gift that she gave him was her booty and her boobs, and she couldn't get them back. <laughs> Uh, so Texas is uh, really gunning for Florida as far as uh, for crazy estate. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this story. Also happened uh, earlier in the week. Um, but there was a 34-year-old woman uh, here in Texas that was jailed recently. Uh, can you guys guess as to why? Um, she fucked her dog. Whoa. 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 She mm. beat her child. No. All right. One guess for you, Michael. 
I give up. It's actually a really easy one. Failure to identify. Hmm. But what was she posing as? Uh, mime. A fucking mime? What? A fucking mime? Right, you're one guess, Michael. Um, I, well, I mean, you'd think it'd have to be like a doctor, lawyer. A 15-year-old high school student. Oh. How old was she? 34. Nice. <laughs> Damn, she can get away with and that. And apparently she was very convincing. <laughs> wow. She convinced this whole private school here in Texas that she was a 15-year-old student. Went there for seven months. Never got into trouble. Had really good grades. Yeah. And uh, was being cared for by just, I guess, some woman that she met at a McDonald's, I think is what it said. Some lady met her at McDonald's and heard about her life and wanted to take care of her. Um, now, whenever you dig deeper, uh, more stuff has started to come out uh, about the reasoning why. Like, you're trying to think, what these she's on drugs? Like, what the fuck's going on? I'm just wondering how she passed for 15 and she's 34, man. She must have been in good shape, looking pretty good. As it turns out, she was trying to live... Or relive a part of her life that went horribly wrong. Yeah. And she was trying to do it the right way, i.e. getting good grades, being a model student, and actually trying. Uh, I, I don't... They haven't really talked to her very much, uh, and she hasn't divulged a whole lot of information, so I don't know if she's actually a high school graduate. Um, she was working at McDonald's, so I'm going to assume no. Um... And uh, according to everybody that, you know, talked about her or said that she was a model person, everybody liked her and she had lots of friends and, like I said, had good grades and went to, uh, it was New Life Christian School in Longview, Texas. Mm. Do we know what the sentence is yet? Um, Or like what she can be sentenced to? She, like I said, she got charged with failure to identify um, she does not have legal representation as of uh, this past Friday, and her bail was posted at five hundred dollars. Yeah, what, so I wonder what that'd be. Yeah, I mean, she didn't have a record. You think probation? Maybe she had to pay a fine. Few questions arise from this. First off, what drives somebody to want to go back to the misery that is high school? Um, I could think of a few reasons why I wouldn't mind going back to high school. Nah, fuck all that. <laughs> Shit's over and done with. Um, hey. Oh, my God. I know where you're going now. <laughs> hey, girls. What's up? Sick bastard. Um, I need a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and Boggs is out. But seriously, it's like... What... What's the logic behind that? What would make you want to do that? Uh, I mean, like I said, she she claims that it was to relive, you know, a part of her life that was that she thinks that she lived improperly. I mean, evidently there's something unstable about her, so maybe it was. You know, she was just caught in a moment of time. And here's the other thing: is that uh, every report that I've seen and everything that I can find, I don't see any kind of psychological evaluation going on with this person. It may or may not be happening, I don't know, for sure. But I haven't seen anything to the like. It's just, this woman was posing as a high schooler. Let's arrest her. And that's pretty much it. It's no diving into the psychology of it. Why she would do it. 
and what would drive somebody what state to was go this to in? that links? It was here, dude. Here in Texas. Not paying attention at all. No, I was actually making a point. It was in Texas, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why there's not a psych evaluation. Well, once again, I don't know if there is or isn't. As far as I can see, there's not. Every report that I've seen in any kind of documentation that I've seen, I haven't seen anything. Hope for to it. Like, um, I would certainly hope so. Uh, but I mean, what if the case comes around that she goes through a complete evaluation? And it turns out that she's ha- has a healthy brain. Then we pretty much do what Michael did. Honestly, if if you can't find ill intent, in other words, it's like she wasn't trying to sell drugs, she wasn't trying to rape someone, she wasn't trying to kill like a teacher. Yeah. I would think that the fine for that is what did she do wrong? She couldn't identify herself and she pawned herself off of somebody else. So that's identity theft or... No, she didn't steal anybody's identity. Uh, in that she case, made up it'd be... an identity. So what are the charges for that then? Just failure to identify? That's what I'm saying. She didn't have or a would record. it be like... <clears throat> is there like a, a crime? Well, There's probably it? a criminal charge for like uh, forging documents, probably. Yeah. If she's got anything like that. It just depends on the details of the case at that point. But none of that strikes me as like, you're going to jail for 20 years and all that. It just strikes me as like, at the most, especially if she forged documents, that kind of changes the scene. Because if she's forging documents, then, I mean, I could see the sentence being a little bit harsher because it's like, okay, that's that's obviously pretty malintent. But I mean, I'm she interested were, to see how it all plays out. Yeah. But if it's all legit and it's just she just wanted to actually go through high school, get good grades and graduate... I mean, yes, she's going about it the absolute wrong way, but mm-hmm. maybe she doesn't have the funds to go through it the proper way. She can't it's even possible. post herself out of bail for $500. Yeah. It's fucking McDonald's, man. They just don't pay. That's, that's precisely what I'm saying. If, if every And once again, this is a lot of assumptions, but if everything's legit, what does that say about us that we're like, oh, okay, so you can't afford to get an education the right way. You fucked it up the first time around because we have a fucked up society where kids run rampant and do all kinds of crazy shit and can fuck up their lives and we don't blink twice about it. So we're going to punish you for it, for wanting to fix your problems. She still did things that are wrong. I honestly don't see what's fucking wrong. She's 35 in a 15-year-old's world. I, it's not like she's fucking somebody in the school. That's that's a detail we don't know, but even if she isn't doing that, you've already said she did it the wrong way. No, I, I agree she did it the wrong way, but I mean, that says something about us, and we just, okay, well, let's not fix it, let's just punish. But what's your solution in that, situa- in that situation? Like, what do we do for her? We need to correct the system before people like that are produced. Okay, so what's the solution for the system? Actually have a decent educational system. Are you talking about, like, before she gets out of high school? Yeah. Like, don't make the problem to begin with? Exactly. <clears throat> so, basically, everything we've ever said on the show? Yes. <laughs> I was trying to circle that back in, but it took forever for you guys to get it. What are you guys talking about again? <laughs> God damn it. Um, my only problem with, with this particular situation is you have to delve through so much detailed work. and, and Like, like I, I said, there's no... a lot up to speculation I, I still want to mm-hmm. hear the rest of it and if she's getting a psyche valve that's going to be a big a big one I would imagine honestly just throwing my dice out there her psyche valve comes back normal I don't really think that there's anything necessarily wrong with her but I wouldn't be shocked if that if it if that you know what I just said wasn't true but I just don't think that's that doesn't sound like somebody that 
has disordered thinking. That just sounds like somebody that is kind of embarrassed, I guess, but it sounds like that's true. I think we should stone her to death. Whoa. Okay. On to crazy Florida. Welcome. You're now in Florida. so aggressive every single time I hear it it gets better every time <laughs> so uh, okay <laughs> so <laughs> I'm heading this semi- segment this uh, week uh, you want to run that by me again you have a semi segment sorry he's heading a semi um, so 50 year 52 god damn fucking you turned into sorry. Michael. My my head's all over the place. I'm still sick. Okay, count, um, count three. Drink some more beer. It'll help. Yeah, 52 year old, uh, Fakar Jafar. God, I cannot say that name for anything. Sounds good. Uh, was arrested by Sanford police. Um, he approached a woman in a Walmart parking lot. That's Uh-oh. classy. Uh oh. Um, he identified himself as a palm reader. Mm-hmm. Is he actually a palm reader? No. Sounds, uh-huh. sounds legit so far. Uh, the man told the woman that he could tell that she was pregnant mm-hmm. and requested to feel the child's heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Although the woman said no, the man insisted and then proceeded to grab her breast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where the baby's heart is. <laughs> and then <laughs> before walking away, he told her it was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna lie. That's the best story I've heard in a long time. First off, last time I checked, palm readers don't grab breasts. I mean, I might be in like not privy to it, and maybe I need to go into a new profession. Nah. But <laughs> last time I checked, that's not part of a palm reading. I think it's called palm reading for a reason. That's this is clearly us being ignorant to the trend. And then on top of that... And the, and the, the trend's changing over saying time. Saying that he wants to feel the child's heartbeat, and he's he's way off in his region. <laughs> 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 Went for the stomach, grabbed the breast. Whoops. And then he can still tell that it was a boy from that. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's got skills. So here's the question. What if it is a boy... I don't think she's I don't even think she's pregnant, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn. I thought at first he was going somewhere else with that, like, I know you're pregnant, and then he was going to try to make sure that she was. I oh. Thought, I, I thought he was going that way for a second, so I'm glad he just went for the cop of Phil, because that could have went horribly wrong the other way. That's very true. But that's just totally random, and like... That is fucking random. Speaking of random, I really hate this air conditioner. Okay. I fucking hate it. And is random. Moving on. I, I love it. It keeps kind of me cool. It. Hmm? Keeps me cool. Huh, like it. I get it because it's, Cause it's a con- fucking air, air conditioner, you dumbass. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Fuck you. Mm. I hope you die on the way home, you piece of shit. Ah, damn. Wow. So, after that comment, I had this thing. I've Fuck been you, sitting Brad. on this for a couple weeks, but Pew Research did a um, global <laughs> attitudes... <laughs> Asshole. Um, study. That's a taste of your own medicine. Where they asked over 40,000 people in 40 countries their views on morality. 
and they gave them specific things. Oh, okay. I think these are pretty interesting, though. So, I mean, I just want to give you guys... This will kind of tell you which countries, like, if you want to be a real piece of shit, which countries to go to and which ones to avoid. Like, for instance, um, extramarital affairs in the okay. United States, 84% found them unacceptable. All right? Okay. So 16% are like, sure, why not? Um, well, let's see, 84% say that, but mm-hmm. how many people uh, participate in them? See, now that's a stat I want to see. 60, 70%. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so 84 is saying, no, I, I don't like that at all. And meanwhile, there's like 20% of that percent that's like, yeah, I got to do it all the time anyway. Yeah. I've been... I like to be naughty. Um. Abortion was another one. I have an anecdote for that, but <clears throat> maybe another day. Go ahead. <laughs> what? I'm sure you do. Forty-nine percent find abortion unacceptable. <gasps> this is all United States here. Mm-hmm. Um, how many? How much? What's the percent for abortion? Forty-nine percent. I'm just doing the unacceptable. Wow. Because they have acceptable and then not a moral issue. People don't see it as a moral issue. Yeah. That's your other total percentages. Thirty-seven um, percent find homosexuality unacceptable. Mm. How much? 37%. Okay. That's high. 30% find premarital sex unacceptable. How many? Whoa, whoa, how, what? 30%. Are you fucking kidding me? No, only 30%. And is it this 70-some percent Christians and yes. in this country <laughs> that are opposed to that? They want abstinence. Well, dude, every Christian I've ever talked to in my family says the same they thing, too. They talk a like, big Oh, game. you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's really hard to find someone that isn't like that, so yeah. it's just a cultural change. It's they like, talk a big What's game. your book say? Because I remember that being a big deal. That's the thing to remember when I'm kind of giving these off. Just remember that about 75-80% is your Christian percentages, so anything under that, that kind of tells you what we're working with. Um, only 22% find divorce unacceptable. Of course. And then uh, 7% find contraception use unacceptable. Now, 27? Yeah. Holy shit. No, no, 7% for contraception use. That's good. But 7% find unacceptable, but yet all these churches and stuff are trying to make sure that women can't get contraception through the health care plan because it's against God's will. Yeah. Even though only 7% of people really give a shit. Infringing on their... uh they're their Christian rights that evidently their religious freedoms. 70% of their own people are like, eh, well, I would, you know, rubbers are okay. <laughs> no, and then they break it down, the, the, the specific categories, and they have the countries list, and this is really cool. Um, extramarital affairs, the country that finds it the most acceptable is France. Only 47% of people say that extramarital affairs are unacceptable in France. Whereas Egypt is the most strict. 93% are like, new. No, we're not going to have that. Not surprising. We will stone you like a motherfucker if you try it. Um, some of these are a little bit weird. Homosexuality, the um, most responsive to it is Spain. Only 6% of people find it um, unacceptable. Hmm. Germany and France are right behind them. Um, the one that, has it the, um, that hates the gay the most is the country of Ghana. 98% say new. We don't want the gays. And Egypt's right behind them. So you see uh, it. Surprising there. Yeah. You'll, you'll, <laughs> see, you'll see a trend on these. Ab- abortion. Um, the Philippines, 93% unacceptable. Ghana is right behind them. Acceptable. France, 14%. Only 14% of people say it's unacceptable. And right behind them is the Czech Republic and Germany. So, premarital sex. 
Um, France, only 6% find it unacceptable. Yes. So, and Germany's right behind them. Uh, the one that's against it the most is Indonesia. And divorce, Ghana again. 80% of the people say that it's unacceptable, whereas um, Spain and France at 4%. Are the ones that find it all right it's official i'm uh canceling my trip to ghana so uh don't fucking ever go to ghana a little disappointed in that but uh you know ghana is no fun whatsoever it's okay because now i'm just gonna go to france france and Ger- <laughs> france germany and spain this is nice <laughs> france germany and spain are the party place france is probably the one that they don't give a fuck but then again they're the ones that their president was screwing around on his wife before like they found out like when he was running like they, before he even ran he was already cheating on his wife and he got elected and then his since he's been in office he was cheating on his concubine with another woman and they all know it and his approval ratings are still through there yeah nobody gives a shit they I don't care it. they're like no in here here's the thing i listened to this on npr imagine that uh and they were talking about that and uh they were talking to uh i can't remember what uh, newspaper he was with over in France but he's like look you guys don't understand when it comes to that kind of stuff what happens in his personal life we don't care if he's running the country good if he's having good policies we don't care we don't look at it as a moral thing we look at it as you know that's his personal life that's what he wants to do it's his own damn business it's not ours like so if if everything's going well then why why would we care what does it matter not in this country, man. How does it affect us? Oh, it doesn't affect us at all. Okay. Like I kind of brought up last week, just to throw it out there as a nug, I thought it was funny because the whole Monica Lewinsky thing is coming back up in this country now. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. 16 years ago that shit happened, and all he got was a fucking BJ, and they're freaking out, and it's still like a major issue. you know. Well, unfortunately, it's because we are a Christian nation. Hmm. So it's everything has to be tied to morality, regardless. Even so, if, as the numbers prove, most people don't give a shit. Oh no, premarital sex—that's fine. And then also, you have to take into consideration that in this country, it's not always the majority; it's whoever is the loudest. Yes. So you have a majority of people who are just like, I don't care. And then you have a small minority. They're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And they get on fucking all kinds of radio shows and become pundits on television programs and blast out all their stuff and then they get like a couple of hundred people to do a, a rally and all of a sudden it, it's like on the news it's a thousand people in this rally it's like no it's more like 200 but whatever speaking of guns and rallies oh yeah how'd that go over yeah we need that <clears throat> we'll probably finish off with this kind of bullshit but Boggs, you'll have to tell what happened on the way over here, but that Operation American Spring thing was so awesome. I think they ended up only having a few hundred people show up for it. Remember, they're supposed to have 10 to 30 million. (laughs) What happened? Uh, I don't know. The weather must have been bad. Oh, wait, no. It was perfect weather. Um, (laughs) Maybe there's a traffic jam or something. I don't know. But, yeah, so hardly anybody showed up. It was pretty funny, though. They put out a statement kind of giving some bullshit excuses and saying that that was just phase one of their plan of the overthrow, and now they're working on phase two. I know what it was. Oh, what was this? You know what the... Why, why the numbers were so small. Okay. It was uh, Obama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, blame you, Obama. You forgot about that. You, you, anytime there's something going wrong with guns, it's got to be Obama. Yeah, I, it was kind of funny because... He Twitter, was tyrannical. Oh, my God. <laughs> with in his, his mommy in jeans. With his mom jeans well, on. 
the fun thing is they had um because twitter's the best anytime shit happens people love trolling so like one of the the top trending hashtags that day was um like you know Amer- fucking operation american spring um like excuses or something and yeah so i put the one out saying that um the reason why no one showed up is because obama's nsa changed the date on everybody's email address you know, huh. so. That's well, a good I mean, one. That I was, like that. That, I was, like that. that was what it was because Obama, you know, he's up on everybody's shit. But talking about the small minority with... That mischievous Mr. Obama. You can't trust those, those kind of people. He's Whoa. just snickering in the back Whoa. like, <laughs> President. But it really was the oh. 25th. Oh. Of course. But no, it's... Yeah, I mean, that Get was another one. Get out your cotton patch. Jam. But, but yeah, it was fun. I, I watched some of the video and stuff of it that day because they have a website. There are... Operation American Spring fucking whatever it's called. They have a website and um, from that Colonel Harry Riley who runs that operation and they had some like right wing like guerrilla news fucking guy out there and he was running like a radio show out of like an RV or something that day. It was really funny. I had to pull it up and I sat there and listened to it and they just have people call in. They're like, where's everybody at? And everybody's getting all shitty and stuff and making excuses about it and they're like, don't worry, don't worry, you know, the movement's strong and blah, blah, blah. And they're just, it's so fucking awesome. You know how you know it's a failure? Because Fox News didn't even cover the fucking thing. <laughs> they're like, it's like, like, yeah, this is too weak. You know, they got out there, the camera's like, oh shit, no one showed up. Well, we'll just scrap this. We won't even discuss it today. Because otherwise, it would have been like those Tea Party rallies, man. Yeah. They would have been fucking wall All to wall. All over the place. And- oh, it would have been crazy. So... You got that bullshit, and it's basically it's the whole gun rights thing. If you look at their website, everything's about you know, you know we're a Christian nation. We need to go by biblical law and the Bible. Hell and, no. And Second Amendment. Everybody needs Not to have a you fucking want slavery easy. to be legal again. Oh well, I don't know. Some people might like that that uh, are involved in those organizations. I do know that uh, Chipotle no longer allows weapons in their <laughs> facilities. That was great, man. Because that's another thing that makes that's going on in Texas right now, and it's getting <clears throat> a lot of national attention. You know, a couple weeks ago, you had the couple guys in like Fort Worth that went in with their fucking machine guns and a Jack in the Box. Yeah. And Jack in the Box is like whatever. You know, they didn't really shit on or anything, but then it happened at Chipotle, and um, that gun organization that moms demand action really put up a stink about it and you know it took like one day and chipotle fucking said no we don't want people in here with guns anymore because it fucking freaks out the patrons yeah it turns out that if you bring an assault weapon into a uh, a restaurant establishment it makes people uncomfortable yeah it's like hey i mean what are they gonna forget if i saw someone walk in with a fucking machine gun or something or a goddamn ak-47 or fifteen, if i see that the first thing i'm doing is i'm grabbing my fucking kid and i'm throwing his ass down on the ground and covering it. You know what I mean? And like, yep. you don't know because I mean, after all these multiple shootings we have or every couple of weeks, I mean, yeah. what the hell else are you supposed to expect? What the hell well, would you expect at all? I'm, I'm so confused. Okay. So go ahead, Eric. It I'll was like I was thing. saying before we started the show, I was talking to Michael in like a two inch blade is legal. You know, you're going to have a two inch blade. Um, I don't go walking around a middle of an establishment with a two-inch blade open going, hey, guys, don't worry, this is legal, and shoving it in their face. Hey, don't worry that I have this two-inch blade in my hand ready to go. It's legal. It's okay. Like, how fucking stupid are you? You should not have a fucking firearm out in the open for everybody to see. I don't care if it's legal or not. You're a fucking moron. Do not care. Yeah, I mean, if they're... I don't really understand what the goal of it is so much. I mean, if they're trying to make people used to seeing people with, you know, open carry weapons and stuff, 
They uh, want it to be the fucking Wild West. Yeah, I mean, they're really taking it extreme because it's like, if you want to do that, you don't go from just like nobody's openly carrying fucking weapons to, hey, look at me, we've got a group of assholes with assault weapons. I mean, you're really, I think, hurting your cause. Because you've, you've seen, I, I guarantee you, some of these people... In that Jack and Boxer, that Chipotle, and this is fucking Texas, and this happened here in like the Dallas Fort Worth area. So this is conservative area. I guarantee a lot of those people in there are all fucking you know Republican and hate Obama and they're good gun rights a- activists. But as soon as they see people walk in with goddamn machine guns, they're terrified and freaking out too, especially if they're with their wives or their kids or whatever. So it's like you're really fucking doing yourself a disservice if that's where you're going. If you're trying to make this legal by fucking freaking out people who might actually be on your side <laughs> i mean you're putting that fear in their heads because everybody like i said everybody's heard about you know the school shootings the theater shootings and stuff and then you see that image and it's like what are they going to do walk in and say hey don't worry you know we're good guys with guns you know you saw the john stewart thing didn't you <laughs> now did he do that he did exactly that he was talking about uh i guess it was the chipotle incident but he was like what are you going to do and like raised his hands like don't worry I'm a good guy with a gun. Yeah. It's like, but that might be something a clever bad guy might say. Oh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's a good point. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so your goal is to try and get people more comfortable with guns. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the... So then people are less reactionary when they see a gun? I, that's, I, that's the only thing I think, you know? I mean, like, I don't know what the purpose why, is. Why would you not want to be more reactionary when you see a gun? <laughs> if you take if you take away the context yeah, if you exactly. take away the context that they're exercising their right to curb their weapons if you take away that context a dude walks into a jack in the box with an assault weapon I I know what the fuck is the point what the fuck are you what do you think like if if I just saw that randomly like I know what to do because I've had sociology courses that have been like the only thing that you can do is swarm over somebody like that so my first reaction is chunk my child under a, a like a uh, a booth somewhere and tackle this person because I might die but the person behind me won't and he'll tackle him and now the event is over and I'm the only one who dies that's what, so, I'm, that's what I'm waiting for one of these times because they always do it in groups it's always like a few of them that have been doing this you mm-hmm. know they go in two or three of them yeah. at a time to do it I'm waiting for one asshole to do this one time walk in someplace with his fucking rifle and that's what's going to happen somebody is going to have a concealed handgun license and, and see that out. motherfucker and he's going to get shot or people are going to take one and just beat the fucking shit out of him and then they're, everybody's going to go what else would you, uh, like <clears throat> when I was coming home today when I was talking I called Michael for the listeners to hear because a gun really happened right next to my car yeah. they just would walk up to cars and tap on your windows and be like hey you like agree with us and stuff it's like are you really want my opinion like what do you want me to say what are you gonna do if i say no i think you're fucking stupid you're gonna shoot me here here's our podcast listen to this episode. yeah no shit <laughs> but like to me that's that screams like am i right do you think i'm right do you think that i have the moral high ground here that's the only thing a, a rally like that does for me is what do you think? What do you think you would do? What would you do if you didn't know there was a rally and someone walked into the fucking jack-in-the-box with a goddamn assault weapon? That's what I'm saying. Because they're not even carrying around handguns. They're not carrying around things. They don't have banners that say oh, defensive no. stuff. They had a flag. It was white. It had a red arm and a sword on it. That, to me, is aggressive. <laughs> it always is aggressive. That's what a it's, fucking it's, firearm is. It's, it's, it's aggressive. aggressive in nature. It's meant to do one thing, and that's destroy lives. That's it. Well, yeah, an assault weapon. I mean, definitely, it's like there's no point in it whatsoever. That's what we always said. You know, it's like I don't understand why we don't ban the assault weapons and people go up in arms about it. Well, I don't know. Did you guys hear the story? I, I might get the state wrong. I think this was in Pennsylvania. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's in Pennsylvania. A gun store. They have the smart guns now, where 
the only person who can fire the gun is the person who actually owns it. But the, how they make it work is there's a computer chip in the gun, and then you wear, like, it basically it looks like a wrist watch. Yeah. And it syncs to it. So you're the only one that could shoot it, which is great if you got kids. I mean, yeah. if you want to be protected, you know, and you want to have a loaded gun around your fucking house, which I think is ridiculous anyway, but... At least this you, makes it less ridiculous, though, because yeah. you have to be... The chip is within 10 inches. Yes. So there is no firing this weapon. If you get disarmed, it's not going to fire. It's it's dead in the water. As long as you have that thing, you know, further than 10 inches away. And um, it's a gun. It's still a fucking gun that could kill people. So you think the NRA loves it. But this uh, one gun store owner up in uh, Pennsylvania was going to start selling them. And all these gun rights activists the people who want people walk around with assault weapons freaked out on him. I mean, they were leaving Why? him death threats and everything because they don't want him to sell smart guns because I don't, I don't, I really don't know why I'm, I'm so confused by the whole mentality of it. The only thing I could see that made a little bit of sense is in Pennsylvania itself, there is some kind of a law that they wrote um, a while back that said, if smart guns ever started be, uh, to become like, if they're sold in any state, not just to Pennsylvania, if they ever started to go on sale, then it would automatically ban all weapons that couldn't be converted to smart gun technology, which would basically take all your assault rifles out. Okay. Well, so then NRA started freaking out about that. So the lady in Pennsylvania who originally wrote the law said, we will go back and we'll veto that law out. We'll just get rid of it. So... That won't be the case. Just allow this guy to start selling smart guns, and then people would still buy their fucking assault weapons so they could go to Jack in the Box and buy a fucking, <laughs> you know, goddamn, I don't know, fucking Ultimate Cheese or whatever. And so A munchie meal. Yeah, I get them. Oh, fucking munchie meals are great, dude. You don't even have to be high. They're so fucking crazy. <laughs> you ever got a munchie meal, Boggs? Nope. I'm digressing, but... They got the one. It's it's a fucking it's a two stack. Bur- it's a burger <coughs> with a cheeseburger on top of the fucking burger. It's like one. It's the fucking insane. Wait, do you say a burger with a cheeseburger? It's a burger and a cheeseburger. It's like instead of like um. So it's just a double patty cheeseburger. But instead of the second part of it being a patty, it's like grilled cheese. Oh, it's okay. So it's a grilled cheese sandwich and a burger. Yeah, but it's together. Uh, okay. It's fucking insane, dude. <laughs> You had me confused. I thought you said a burger and then a cheeseburger. It's fucking I was like, insane, dude. Yeah, it's great. How many times have you walked into there really high and ordered that? I always go through the drive-thru because I'm afraid of fucking people with assault weapons posted <laughs> up in the, fucking, in the front of the That's store. Awesome. But, um, no, it's just, it, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just insane to me, you know, that it's like you we have this technology and they can expand it, but the NRA's fighting it because of whatever provision. Like I said, they said they'd even remove the provision if that was their concern. And they're that, still fighting it? Yeah, and they won't. They're. I don't understand the whole point of it. Fuck technology. You have a right to carry. You have a right to just carry guns. It's and like, that's okay. Why would you be against that? I don't understand why they'd be opposed to that. The NRA is so embedded with uh, the people who make firearms. That's it's a thing. This is a totally insane. different company, and, and that's what it boils down to. They are an arm of a company that is trying to sell you a product. Yeah. Propaganda machine and for you norms. Dumb fucking rednecks are buying it. Mm-hmm. And you're buying it in droves, and you're going into jack-in-the-boxes with your fucking <laughs> semi-automatics, and you're having dumb gun rallies knocking on people's doors asking if they agree with you. Like, seriously. I get, just stop. I've got, just stop. I've got to pay attention, because 
I imagine now with this shit going on, with them pulling these little stunts here recently at Chipotle and Jack in the Box, and then like Boggs was saying over at the City Hall by where he works tonight, they're doing one. I imagine with that, their kids, by the way. Did I mention that on the air yet? <sighs> with their children, just chilling there. Well, the the Jack in the Box one, they like took pictures and stuff inside of it, and they had their fucking kids. There was like four or five people with assault rifles, and they got their little kids with them. I don't stuff. care if you have a hunting rifle. I don't care if you have a shotgun. Well, still taking it in the, out in the fucking public just to show You don't it need off. a handgun for any reason. You don't. Besides uh, to end a life. You don't. I disagree. A handgun? Yeah. What else do you need a handgun for? If someone had broke into the home, that's the one gun that I want. I don't care about a shotgun. That's okay. too freaking bulky. I mean, at what point does escalating violence help you? Uh, if someone breaks in? Yeah. I end their life right there. Okay. I don't know if I'd do that. that. That's awesome for you, then. Better than, than me. Normally, I would say no, because I don't... I mean, with a kid in the house, I don't really want to have... How many it. people go I'm, into I'm there somebody's too, house the, to the rob stats, them and then kill them? The stats indicate... I'm going to answer his question, because it'll answer yours. The stats indicate that I have a, a larger chance of my kid finding it and killing themselves than someone breaking in there, anyway. There are two, so two or three kids this week. most people break into your house when you're not there. They make right, sure... Right, and then they just take your gun, and then it's like, okay, well, shit. Because they don't want to deal with you. They don't want... So the reason why is because of the fear of weapons anyway. Because they're afraid that they break in and you had your fucking gun right there. And it's like, I don't know the layout of this home. So while I'm searching no, for him, he knows where I'm at. No, it's it's a speed bump that they don't want to deal with. Yep. It has nothing well, to do saying. with the fact that they're afraid of a firearm. They don't want to deal with the bullshit. Because they die. know that you will freak out or attack them mm-hmm. with or without a gun. Mm-hmm. They don't want that speed bump. They just want to get in, get whatever possessions you have and run. Mm-hmm. That's all they want to do. Well, the speed bump could mean their life, though. That's my point. Yeah. I will True, say, but, I mean, them being attacked by any weapon, it could be that way. But if they had those smart... Now, like, with a regular weapon, I wouldn't want to have it, like I said, with the kids in the house. But, like, if the smart gun, I, that one, I mean, I'd be more inclined to own. I wouldn't feel as bad about it just because of the fact that I wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah, your kid finds it and tries to pull the trigger, and it's like, nothing happens. That, who cares? I mean, I'd still, I'm not a big, I'm not an advocate for having guns in the home and stuff because statistics do prove you have guns in the home. Most Obviously, likely when that thing goes off, you. somebody's dead. Yeah. Most likely the family is the one that's going to be hurt. Like I said, I think there's two or three different stories I read this week where kids died. Like a little four-year-old girl in one state shot her fucking brother or something. And then there's like a six-year-old girl that found her grandparents fucking gun and took herself out. I mean, it's just, it's every fucking week almost you yeah, have I'm, those stories. I'm very glad that I'm not a parent, but these fucking rallies and the, these jackasses going into fast food joints and stuff, it makes me concerned because I've seen the statistics and I know the statistics say that the closer you are to a proximity of a firearm, the closer you are to being a victim of that firearm. And these jackasses are making my proximity to firearms a lot closer than I want to be to a fucking firearm. <clears throat> Unbeknownst to me, because they can just fucking walk in. I hate, I hate, I don't know if I told you this part yet, but like everyone there was my age or younger than me, except for like a handful of people, which is already scary as fuck to me because no offense to people that are 26 or younger, but you're fucking stupid. And <laughs> it's really hard to find somebody that's younger than me that's wiser or smarter. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, 22 year olds aren't that way. They're fucking stupid. They have really base assumptions. They, you know, they think that for some, like I've had a friend who's been like, you know, like, I don't want weapons to be banned. And one of his reasons was like, there's a lot of nostalgia for me because my grandfather owns this weapon that I have. And I don't want them to take this thing that my grandfather had that's basically a relic. And I wanted to be like, I don't give a shit about your relic if it killed someone. 
Like, would you give a shit if it was your grandfather's gun? If he was like, yeah, he murdered like five little girls or he went on a killing rampage or do you give a shit? Do you fucking care at that point? Depends if he got famous. I'm going to be able to eBay that bitch and make some money. <laughs> I'm done. Fuck it. <laughs> like have Adam Lanza's fucking shotgun or something. Get some money on eBay for that. Hero of the right. I just wish we could stop talking about gun rights. I'm so tired of it. We're never going to stop. It annoys the shit out of me. Can't, man. They keep fucking doing stuff. It's fucking Looney Tunes people that want their instruments of death for fun. Because I, I don't... I have friends that have guns. Mm-hmm. When they hunt, they use their hunting rifle. Everything else, they go target practice with. Yep. Okay, you you don't need all that other shit. Your hunting rifle is sufficient. Do you want to hear to get your kicks out? Do you want to hear gun story? But no, they gotta have all this other shit. They gotta have their semi-autos. They have to have their fucking handguns. They have to all the, all this crap. They want to mask it with the idea that it somehow makes them safer. Sorry, it doesn't. Stats prove that you're fucking wrong. And it just makes everybody else that's around you's lives more insignificant guns won't make you safer but you know what will make you safer sex (gasps) it's the dick of the week actually the dick of the week won't make you safer great (laughs) it doesn't make me safer but um so anyway, like I said, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing flared back up last week. And the reason that came up is because Hillary Clinton is most likely going to be the fucking, she's going to run and be the nominee for the Democrats. So of course, yep. Fox News and the right wing are already trying to find everything they can go after they can for me. And of course, they now, of course, Benghazi was all because of Obama, but now it's, they're starting to kind of slowly turn that towards it was her fault. Oh yeah, of course, of course. And uh, Carl Rove has... Of course, people know Carl Rove. He was uh, George W. Bush's right-hand man. He's the one that ran him for governor here, and he ran against, uh, at the time, we had Democrat Governor Ann Richards, and he floated rumors about her being a lesbian. And then when Bush ran for president the first time, he floated rumors in the southern states when they were doing the primaries that John McCain had a black baby because they adopted an Indian girl, and he was saying it was his illegitimate black kid. What? You don't remember that? I don't remember that at all. It's Carl Rove, man. It, he was doing that mainly when they were doing the Southern primaries, like in South Carolina and stuff. God damn, man. Politicians and, are such shafty little fucking bitches. Oh, well, he's... I mean, he's not a politician, but he's the fucking He's wars. involved in politics. But uh, he... Uh, and then, of course, when Bush ran against John Kerry, he's the one that came up with that whole swift boating thing and stuff that turned John Kerry into this traitor to the country, even though he actually fought in Vietnam and got shot and earned, like, a Purple Heart and a Silver Star and other declarations and then he came back and actually went before congress and tried to fight on behalf of the soldiers like there's no reason why we should be sending all these kids over there to die yeah so that made him a traitor to the country of course so i i i could never be a politician because i would lose my shit oh with all that kind of nonsense yeah because if i if i went through that and then some jackass was sitting there saying that i was a traitor i would just flip shit i don't know how john Kerry did it i would go nuts I, and, and then I'd definitely lose. That, that that's true. Because <laughs> then I, I'd be a hothead. Oh, I I don't know how he didn't fucking lose his shit on that. I mean, he was really cool headed about it. I I would have. I'm like you, man. I would have just been like fucking. 
dropping fucking bombs and putting hits out on motherfuckers. But so, I don't know about that, but I mean, I wouldn't have done that. So Carl Rove, <laughs> that's the kind of background he's got. Well, of course now, I mean, they're floating out the Monica shit again, and they're he's trying to come up with something to put out there for Hillary because they've already, I mean, they hammered her and Bill for you know the fucking eight years there in the White House. So they've kind of gone through all the material. So he's coming with new stuff. Right before she left Secretary of State, she had an incident, I don't know if you guys remember, where she fell and, like, banged her head, and she was in the hospital. Yes. Well, he come out now, and he said that he thinks that maybe she suffered a brain injury. So everybody freaked out because he's trying to float this. So on Fox um, Sunday this past week, he was on there with all his other little conservative buddies, and they actually kind of got on his ass a little bit about it, and then here's his response. I but think he Carl. is absolutely this on is like target. Doesn't this remind everybody that you and the, you and your past, as a very effective political operative, have gone after people? The swift boating of John Kerry, going after people in which Texas, which is entirely legitimate. Oh well, I'm just telling you, it comes across in that way. I'm saying yeah, this well, to you as someone who's known you a long time. Yeah. You're an effective political operative, yeah, yeah. but you may be helping Hillary Clinton. Yeah, but look, here's the deal. I've been saying this for six months. This was an off-the-record. Uh, of uh, off the record oh, yeah. event, and tell, which, tell which, 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 which somebody then leaked to uh, New York Post gossip page, and 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 I'm not the person who said brain damage. I said she. I wrote this in the context. Did you? I, I, two things I would just yeah. want to say because we got to get out of this segment. One, <laughs> did you say that she was wearing glasses that people need who have suffered traumatic brain yeah. injuries? Well, look, I'm not can, saying that's wrong, but did yeah, you say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, because look, a concussion is by definition a traumatic brain injury, oh, right. and, and, and so I mean, is a blood wait, clot wait, wait, in the brain. And, and, and finally. Any regrets? No, no look, the, my point is this. She's a human being. She's, she, you would not be human and not have a serious brain injury like this was and take it into consideration if you're thinking about going and doing what she might do. So this was concern for her. Yeah, look, I think... <laughs> that's right. Oh, no, no, right. no, no, no. This is... This is <laughs> yes, I'm concerned as one human being is for another, but I'm more concerned about... People say, you know, she's in. This is a done deal. I'm not so certain. I think my brain says she's running. My gut says, you know what? This is going to be far more serious. But we serious don't know deal. what kind of shape your brain is in. All right. We have to take a break here. <laughs> yes, we'll see you do. all a little later. <laughs> what do you think about the controversy over Hillary Clinton's health? Join the conversation on Facebook with other FNS viewers. I love that last part because it's funny because there's no controversy. It's Korov making shit up, and then they go into break. Tell us what you think about the controversy. You mean the one that you guys yeah, are making just up? Fabricated. Yeah, fabricated. You know, Fox I, News, where we make news up. And do you love the part at the beginning? He's like, oh, I never said she had a brain injury. And then he goes on to say twice after that, a, a brain injury like she suffered. You, you, just, you just said it. Yeah, dude, that's such fucking oh, typical he, spin, he man. He is the worst. And I can't wait to see what other shit that they start coming up with during the election. But he's, like I said, he's a piece of shit. I mean, the Swift Boat thing, the Ann Richards thing, the black baby thing with McCain, everything he does, he is just the ultimate piece of shit when it comes to political operatives. So, Carl Rove and Boggs, Dicks of the Week. I like that. I always. Uh, in the swift boat thing with John Kerry, and he's like, that, which was legitimate. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, you're still trying to spin that? Like, come on, man. You already won. Yeah. You, you won that election, remember? You guys rigged Ohio. You got it. Don't I was about, about to say, it. I don't know if they won it, but. Just like they won Florida in 2000. Yeah, I bet. No, what I was going to say was uh, fun for a fun gun thing. The like you said, guns can't really protect you. But one thing that will protect you with guns is uh, bulletproof vests. And in South Carolina, 
This will make everybody happy. Give her these smile bogs. You can look down over there. Uh, 26-year-old Blake Wardell had been hanging out with a bunch of his buddies in the garage, and um, they decided that they were trying his new Kevlar vest that he had. Oh, I like where this is going. So that's when 18-year-old Taylor Ann Kelly fired a shot at Wardell's chest, but she missed the Kevlar. Oh, no. Aww. The, uh... Where'd she hit him? Doesn't say, but, uh... It didn't turn out good. The friends performed CPR until the paramedics arrived at roughly 2.45 a.m. So, think about that. They're probably drinking. Okay. Um, but, unfortunately, uh, Blake Wardell was found pronounced dead at the scene. Oh. He didn't quite make it. It's a tough thing, buddy. And then, this is the amazing part. Deputies said later that they found no evidence of alcohol or drug use. What? I, that was the most shocking part of that story. Yeah, I, whenever you said the time, I was like, oh, yeah, they were drunk off their ass. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. Took a shot at okay. him, missed, so, killed him. All right, they're not drunk. All right, so. They must be Christian. It It is. They're a prayer group. It, I'm not saying I'm happy about somebody's death, but I'm very glad that their sperm is out of the gene pool. It's a, it's a tough thing, pal. It, so, it's, it's bittersweet. It is bittersweet. End of a life, but they don't get to breed anymore. So, <laughs> I want <laughs> you get crickets from that. Crickets. You guys want something stupid and silly about food that I found, or do you guys want me to? I think Bog should like half-ass a song. I, Say I'm, fuck I'm it. Interested Let's in wrap this shit thing. up. This is just a fucking stupid thing to finish off the show. You really should fucking play us a song on the way out, dude. <clears throat> just tell your story about food. Just half ass the song. I'm really, really hungry. It's not really a story. This Damn is, it. This is a poll, and I'll let you guys, you can guess. Okay. We haven't done one of these in a while. It's a list of sorts. It's the uh, 10 most hated foods in the United States. Ooh, like hated foods, okay? People. Like, okay, when you say like hated foods, you mean like fried chicken? I mean fried. Or do you mean like brand? Um, no, no, no. Like, yeah, like a specific kind of food. Okay, gotcha. Like, you know, uh, like a cheeseburger fucking... Ten most milk hated. Fucking munchy mill. All right, all right. Ten go, Eric, go. most hated. I'm going to go with spinach. Not on the list. Not Damn. the top ten. Oh, man, let's see. Let's go with uh, blue cheese. Blue cheese not on the list. Damn it. Uh, okay, so like you said, these are categories of like, this isn't like a dish we should be naming, no, right? No, you guys are good. You're doing okay. fine. We're, we're naming extra. Um, just not hitting them. You suck. <laughs> just not hitting them. You're on the right path. Uh, fuck. Broccoli? Broccoli is not on the list. What the fuck? Wow. People I'm just like their greens, like, bro. I'm just thinking amazing. of all the shit that I hated when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Uh, let's see. What do people really hate? Whoa. It's not It's not nice. It's well, not nice at all. Well, you won't play a song. People want to hear. I'm we th- wanted hold, to hear hold a Hold on a second. Hit. God damn it. You fucking cock. I'm going to really think hard on this one. It's not. Don't think If it's hard. some like weird objective shit that shouldn't be eaten by itself, I'm going to be really pissed off. You're talking about subjective uh, or objective? A couple of them are a little bit like that. Hmm. I guess there's a lot of vegetarians and such around. So how about something like, uh, like a red meat product, like, uh, like ground beef? We'll no. No. People close. love the red meat. This is the United States, dude. Yeah, I was about States, to say, what the dude. fuck are you talking about? Okay. There's vegetarians in the room. Can ground a baby and they'd eat it. <laughs> 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 fucking oh red God. meat. Mm. 
All right, last guess for me. <laughs> I have to think of something that people really, really hate. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like you would think that we'd be good at this, being in the in the industry that we've been in before. I'll tell you a few of these. You guys will be like, oh yeah, a couple of them. You'll be like, what the fuck? Like being in the food industry, I, I would think that I'd be good at this, but I'm actually really horrible at it. Um, it's because you're too open to food because you I have to be. So, but even still, like I hear the complaints all the time, but. Um, I'm gonna go with something very obscure. Ginger. No, that's. I mean, the ginger. There's some things like that, but ginger's not on here. Damn and it. I don't know why you would say ginger. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So number ten. Wait on, a second. I have one more guess. Oh, you're not gonna get anything. He went first. All right, go ahead. Jeez. <sighs> I already said spinach. And broccoli. I would have guessed broccoli too. Need to fucking there. do the Jeopardy theme every time he has uh, to do one sauerkraut. No. Are you serious? It's not on the list. I fucking hate sauerkraut. Number ten is cilantro, which what? is more of a more of an herb. Cilantro is delicious. I know. Well, and they say the reason is because, and I've heard this before, and my sister's like this as well. Some people are genetically predisposed to hate cilantro because they lack a certain taste receptor, and it makes it taste like either soap or dirt. And I've had people say that to me. Like, um, actually, with me, I get Never a heard of that. I get a touch of it, but not much. Like, I like it, but if there's a lot, I can kind of get that soapy taste a little. Okay. Um, number nine was licorice. Oh damn! I, I should have thought that because I licorice fucking gross. hate licorice. It says for some people, licorice lowers their potassium levels, which could screw up the rhythm of the heart. Jägermeister. Yeah. Number eight, mushrooms. Oh, you're fucking crazy. I, you I don't love mushrooms. That. I can kind of see that. Say, I know. My kid and my nephew and them all hate them, which they're ridiculous because mushrooms are delicious. They are really good. Uh, done right, they can be good, but for the most part, they just taste like dirt. You saw Tam in uh, red wine and a little butter? Yeah, see, so you got to like, you got to do them up. But. This is a fun fact about mushrooms. Did you know that a certain amount of maggot infestation is allowed in mushrooms that are approved for commercial sale? Yes. I didn't know that until I read this. And <laughs> now, now I don't You're know. Talking to two people who came out of the they food industry, fungus. were around. Really got to watch that. <laughs> Number seven, mayonnaise. I don't really look at it as a food per I se. I fucking myself, hate mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Fucking hate it. Number six, oysters. I can okay. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You know, it says that raw ones actually stay alive in you for a little bit of time before they finally pass on. So you've got. Yep. If you suck them down, Boggs, you got little swimmers in there. Number five is celery. What? It's, it's it tastes like water. It's nothing. <laughs> and the fun thing is they had a separate category where it was just strictly vegetables, and it was celery was the most hated vegetable. How the f- what That didn't even make sense. It tastes like nothing. Which I'm going to dispute when I get down in the list here a little bit. Okay. Uh, number four is tofu. When you started talking right, about like vegetarians. Tofu gross. I thought you might bring that up. I've, nope. tr- I've tried tofu, just not. It just doesn't work. Number three confused me a little bit. It's cheese fondue. It's not like a specific cheese. It's cheese fondue. Okay. Which I don't... That's very uh, specific to me. I think cheese fondue is delicious myself. I'm, I'm confused on that one, but okay. Yeah, it, that was the one that I was like, hmm? Number two is Garlic. Which I could kind of understand. Some people don't like fucking garlic. I love it, man. I put a fucking lot of garlic in my shit. Okay. Because you know why? Keeps vampires away, boys. Indeed. And number one, Brussels sprouts. Which I thought Brussels sprouts were a fucking vegetable. So when they have on the list up here that 
celery topped the list for the most hated vegetable, and then yet Brussels sprouts is number one on the hated foods list. Yeah, Brussels sprouts is a vegetable. Yeah, so I think they're fucking screwing themselves yeah. on here. Uh, I'm calling this list bogus, too. Need to get I'm some with, better list I'm with there, that. bro. That, that, that list sucks. Thanks for not <laughs> wasting my time. And it says the reason for Brussels sprouts bogs is because like cilantro, uh, some people lack the receptor. That yes. makes sense. That that makes a little bit more sense. But like garlic, like as long as it's not in excess. So basically, if you have right. a mill at your house and you invite a bunch of people over, serve up some Brussels sprouts, like you know, sautéed in garlic and with some cheese fondue on the side, I don't and like Brussels celery sprouts that sticks, bad. and you're sure to piss everybody off at the party. So yeah, the only ones on that list that I have to give the finger to pretty much is uh, licorice and uh, licorice pretty, is pretty gross. That's pretty much it, I think. I'm not a big oyster fan. I don't really care for oysters. I don't like the licorice. Uh, I don't like I'm not raw really, oysters. I don't really care about Brussels sprouts either way. I probably wouldn't eat them. They're delicious. I'm actually kind of surprised that sauerkraut didn't make that list, though, because that seems like people really hate that way more than the other things. Like garlic? Like, if you compare hey, garlic to sauerkraut, how, who the fuck is like, God, I fucking hate garlic. But sauerkraut, yeah, I can, I can get behind that. A little bit of cabbage in there. I don't mind sauerkraut. You're fucking with little, weird. With a little spicy mustard. Like Dijon mustard? Yeah. I like Dijon mustard. It's good. There it's we pretty go. good. We need a cooking segment. Get on that. <laughs> Boggs is the chef around here. Doesn't he always cook for you like a little bitch? No, not really. Just I, cooks for I himself. I cook for myself. Yeah. He, last, was it a week before last, he, he was baking us um, banana bread. Yeah, he burnt the shit out I of it. I burned the hell out of that too. <laughs> Did you? Thank God I didn't. That was the day, the, the day I made banana bread was the day I also wrote down timer on my list of grocery items to pick up next <laughs> time I'm in the timer. store. timer. I need a timer. You gonna you gonna play us out with a song? Nope. Come God on, dude. Damn it. God damn it. Fine. Yes. What are you gonna play? It's probably something he's already played. Before. Just give us like give us like two or three ninety songs that you learned for your little gig that you did. Yeah, mash them up. No, no <laughs> mash them up. Give us a couple and let us pick one. Told you it's gonna be a song we've already done. Come on, motherfucker. Have I done this before? Yes. Yes. Damn. <laughs> I was thinking I didn't. Throw out a couple songs and we'll tell you which one you haven't done. All right. Well, he's thinking of a song. Um, make sure to check out our friends at the Digital Frustrations. I don't know the lyrics to that one. Oh, God damn. Check out our friends at uh, Neon Glow Boys. Glow Boys. Um, Go listen to their fucking. Listen to the Zero. five thousand uh, interviews that we've done this year so far. Uh, check out uh, Growing Up Godless. Yes. By Deborah Mitchell. Like I said, check out the Deer Hunters uh, webpage. Make sure to check them out on tour. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully they'll make it over to the UK uh, sooner yeah. or later. And uh, he did actually release uh, on June 3rd. It's going to be the digital release of his symphony, uh, which is called... Uh, fuck. Something Attrition. Something in Attrition. <laughs> it's another A name. It's not. It isn't something in Attrition. We're just saying yeah. it's something in yeah, Attrition. I, I saw it just today. But it, there's a little segment on YouTube uh, uh, on it, and it sounds really good so far. So yeah, damn it, I can't remember what it is either, and I saw it the same. I'm really excited to get that Something shit on the attrition. vinyl. Well, oh. like, hey, if you guys live in the Dallas Fourth area, come out, see us, look for us. Don't try and bring your assault weapons. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please leave we, them. Out. We will not appreciate that at all. Um, we tend not to like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I, am I missing anything? Nah, I I mean, if, if since Andrew's the only one still listening at this point, I'll just say that 99.9% um, .9 chance we're going to have um, author Victor Stinger on next week to talk about um, 
his many novels, but of course, um, God the Failed Hypothesis, which is his New York Times bestseller. Armor and Attrition, that's what it's called. There you go. The Symphony by Casey Crescenzo. So look that, that up. That honestly makes me think of Mass Effect. Is that weird? Armor and Attrition? Mm-hmm. Mm, I guess. Have you thought of a song yet? Nope. God. <laughs> so you're just, you're just going to play something that we've already heard? Nope. I'm done. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> The fucking worst ending to a show ever. Yeah, it's pretty anticlimactic. Sorry about that. Whatever. Look forward to uh, another interview next week. Should be fun. Yeah. And then we'll do porn the next four or five weeks after that. 